Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Would you be the jerk for refusing to side with your own daughter in an argument? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for not attending my sister's wedding after she almost didn't invite me because I'm under 18? My 17-year-old female, sister, 24-year-old female, is getting married in the fall. When she and her fiancé started planning things a few weeks ago, they said it was going to be no kids. I didn't think anything of that at first. I assumed she meant like 13 plus or something like that. That was weird though because she never came to me about anything wedding related like she did with the rest of the family. So last week, I asked her if she needed help with anything and asked if she wanted me wearing a specific dress or something like that. She said, no, why would I? I'm not going. She explained that no kids means no kids, no exceptions, so I'm too young by three months to attend. I was really hurt by that and told our parents. They didn't know I wasn't invited, so my dad told her either she lets me come or she's not getting their half of the money. She did invite me, but she made a big show of how she didn't want me there. So I said, screw it, don't bother. Since she doesn't want me there, I won't be. She just shouldn't expect things to go back to normal after. We used to be really close, and we text a lot even after she moved out. Not anymore, though. I blocked her on everything, and I'm not speaking to her. I don't know if our relationship can recover from this, but if we do, it's going to be up to her to fix it. My parents say I'm overreacting, but this really hurt me. I think they're definitely being overly critical and weirdly subjective about their under 18 rule when you're literally three months away from being 18. Like what's the difference between a 17.9 year old and an 18 year old? Is OP going to go through a life's worth of change and experience in those three months that make them way more qualified to attend this wedding? I think the common answer you'll find is no. Wouldn't you guys agree? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to give up my Neopets account to my niece? Okay, so I'm upset and confused, and I told sister slash brother-in-law I would post here to settle this argument, so they will be seeing and reading this. For those who don't know, Neopets is a virtual pet game site that was really popular around the late 90s and early 2000s. It kind of died for a while, but it's recently started to get popular again. I've been playing for years. My account is 18 years old and it has the stats to reflect that. Pets, avatars, stamps, gallery, trophies, etc. If you don't play it, it may not mean a lot. And not to brag, but I have a rather impressive account due to the fact that I've been playing so long. I, 34-year-old female, have no kids, not child-free, just don't have any. My sister, 32-year-old female, and brother-in-law, 34-year-old male, have a daughter, 11-year-old female, who's been very sickly all her life. I'll not go into exactly what is wrong with her, but she's been in and out of hospitals a lot in her young life, and recently had to go back in again for a few weeks. I recently learned that she's been playing on Neopets for a few months to help pass the time when she's not feeling well. She's really gotten into it and, from what my sister says, talks about it a lot. 
She was excited to learn I also play, and we talked about it when I visited her. I looked up her account and gifted her a bunch of stuff, expensive stuff that would be hard for a newer account to get. In-game stuff using in-game money which can be kind of hard to earn in large amounts. Anyway, long story short, she asked how I can afford the stuff I sent her, it was worth millions of the currency, and how I have all the stuff my account has. I explained that I've been playing for 18 years, did every plot and event, etc. Well, apparently she got upset at the huge difference between our two accounts and asked for more stuff. When I told her no, she started crying to my sister and brother-in-law about it. My brother-in-law came over and asked if I could gift my account to niece for her upcoming birthday, which she has to spend in the hospital, said it would mean the world to her. I said no. I've had this account since before she was born, before we even met my brother-in-law. I don't want to get rid of it. I still play on it literally every day. Well, he got mad and tried guilt tripping me. I'm an adult and she's a child and it would make her happy in a rough time in her life. I'm happy to help her learn the tricks and trades of the game, but I'm not giving away my account. He tried to buy it off me and I still said no. Now he's super pissed and got my sister and parents on their side. I'm being hounded every day for this and being called a jerk because it's all my niece will talk about and she really, really wants it. I feel bad because she's just a little girl in the hospital and guilty for not giving it. I offered to send a bunch of stuff to her account again, but she wants my stats. So she's not treated like such a newbie who doesn't know anything by other players too. I feel guilty for this, but I want to keep my account. Am I the jerk? I think OP honestly sounds like they did as much as they could to enrich in her experience. I don't think it's reasonable by any margin to expect them to give up an account that they've been working on for almost two decades, one that they still personally enjoy and partake in. Imagine anything somebody sunk thousands of personal hours into and they clearly love and just asking them to give it up because somebody else wants it regardless of circumstance. It's just not reasonable, right? Also, I think Neopets is still pretty cool. I used to play it back in the day too. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my husband the nanny is in charge? I want to preface this by saying that I'm aware this is a very privileged issue, but I'm trying to get some perspective on my opinion. My husband and I have three kids that are 10 months, 3 years, and 6 years old. My husband has a high profile job and it means he's gone often. I work a regular 9 to 5. We originally used daycare for our oldest, but my middle was born right when the pandemic began, so we hired a nanny. She originally worked when I did, but by the time the baby came around, I was very overwhelmed doing bath and bedtime on my own, on top of developing postpartum depression. After a breakdown, we spoke with a nanny and she agreed to adjust her hours, so she's helping me with dinner, bath, and bed. We've gotten close over the past six months doing this. In many ways, she's become like a third parent to the kids. She's so good with them. We've created a routine that works well. I tend to the baby during bath and bed, she handles the older two. It's a nice rhythm and my mental health has gotten so much better. My husband isn't traveling all the time, but most nights he isn't even home for dinner in bed. He'll help me weekends when he's home, but because he's gone so often, he's reluctant to be firm with the kids. There are times he's come home when our nanny's there. He tries to help her with bath and bed, but allows the boys to roughhouse, let them break the routine, and it seriously throws them off and delays bedtime. My nanny shared with me that she feels awkward. Obviously, she doesn't want to undermine her employer, but it just makes her job harder. 
but my husband also doesn't want her to go home when he arrives as he says he can't handle it alone. I told him if that's the case, then he needs to defer to the nanny and follow her lead. She knows our boys best and she has to deal with the aftermath when they don't listen and give her a hard time. My husband feels like she's just an employee and he's the dad. His salary does pay for her. However, I don't feel this is fair to her. I told him he either follows her lead for bed and bath or he doesn't help at all. He told me I'm allowing the nanny to take over and replace him. Am I the jerk? Honestly, I find his behavior kind of troublesome. The fact that he's like, well, I'm paying for her. So essentially he's saying I can treat her however I want or I can do whatever I want. He doesn't want to take any responsibility and just wants playtime and is upset when that makes things harder on the people who actually do the work raising the kids. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife to mind her own business? My wife, 37-year-old female, and I, 38-year-old male, moved to a new neighborhood about three years ago with our two kids, eight and six. Our neighbors across the street have two kids, nine and seven, that our kids quickly became friends with. We would hang out with the parents as well and my wife became close friends with the mom. The dad and I got along fine but never got as close as my wife and the mother. Unfortunately, about a year ago, the parents separated and the mom filed for divorce. Apparently, the dad had an affair. The mom moved out as the house was owned by the dad before they got married. She took the kids with her. According to my wife, the mom has tried to get full custody of the kids, but the dad asked for and was granted partial custody. So he has the kids three weekends a month. The rest of the time they stay with their mom. I've only very briefly talked with the dad about the whole thing, as he obviously feels a lot of shame about the affair, and we aren't close enough for me to feel I can ask deep questions about it. The kids all still play together when they can. I noticed my wife would make it a point to make sure our kids invited them over to our house. I also noticed that my wife was asking the neighbor kids some pretty odd and honestly rather intrusive questions about their dad, like if he has friends over at his house when they're there, what he feeds them, what rules he has at home, do they feel safe there, etc. The past weekend, the kids were at our house and stayed over for dinner, and my wife asked the kids if they like hanging out with their dad or mom more. I cut in before the kids could answer and changed the subject to watching a movie after dinner. As my wife and I were cleaning up, I asked her what the heck all the questions are about. She said that her friend is still trying to get full custody of their kids. And she asked my wife if she would keep an eye out for anything that she could use to build the case against the dad. I was shocked. I told her that's none of our business and she needs to stay out of it. I told her it seems like her friend is still upset about the affair and is using that anger as justification to try and take the kids away from their father. I told her that neither of us have ever seen a single thing to indicate that this guy is a bad father. Sure, he had an affair and that makes him a bad husband, but that has zero influence on his ability to be a good, loving father. I told her what her friend asked her to do was gross and the fact that she's going along with it is something that I strongly disagree with. I told her she needs to mind her own business. She said she's just trying to look out for her friend and she's trying to make sure the kids end up in a situation that is best for them. I told her that essentially spying on our neighbor is not her responsibility and she's definitely in the wrong for asking the kids the kind of questions she is. She feels she's completely justified, but I do not. I do think Gopi's doing the right thing here by looking out for somebody that isn't like even a declared verifiable bad father. This isn't a guy that has a track history of doing things that affects their kids in a negative way. 
They just were unfaithful as a partner and they don't deserve to be ripped away from their kids because of that. OP is definitely not the jerk. This next story is, am I the jerk for not cutting my hair to match my niece? My 26-year-old female, brother Mike, 29, recently moved near me because of work. We're now half an hour away from each other. We were four to five hours away most of our adult lives and usually only saw each other during Christmas at our parents. Mike is living with his fiancée Sarah, 30-year-old female, and her daughter from a previous relationship, Eve, 6. Sarah works from home as a freelancer. Ever since the move, I went to hang out at Mike's a lot because I miss him. Sarah and I got along okay, but Eve was attached to me from the start. She said I looked like one of the princess dolls she has. Thus, our friendship is born. One of the activities Eve and I enjoy is styling our hair. Our hair is very similar. Long, blonde, fine, and super straight. We enjoy braiding, curling, and ornamenting our locks. As Sarah's had short hair all her life and can't style her daughter's hair beyond a simple ponytail. Eve loved it when I put our hair in matching styles, and we often went to dinner like that. My brother and Sarah thought it was adorable. A few days ago, an incident at school caused Eve's hair to be damaged. Sarah took her to the salon, but the best they could do was cut and trim her hair to just above shoulders length. Eve was crying and really upset. She said she won't get to play hairstyling and have matching hair with me anymore, since her hair's short now. She said it's not fair that I'll be the only princess in the family now. Sarah called me and asked if I can cut my hair to match with Eve, so she wouldn't be sad. She said it would be a nice change of pace, and our hair will grow back. I told her no. A trim of an inch is one thing, but shoulder length is too short for my liking. Sarah said I'm not being considerate, as it'll mean a lot to Eve to know her aunt matches with her. Mike said my hair decision, but my mom said it would be a nice thing to do. I wonder if I'm the jerk. Yeah, I definitely don't think OP's the jerk here. I mean, sure, it might be a nice thing to do in concept and solidarity, but it's just kind of unnecessary and something the kid honestly just needs to get past. You can still be a princess with short hair. This next story is, am I the jerk for not making my daughter apologize for traumatizing her cousin? We went to my parents' place for lunch during the bank holiday weekend. My sister's daughter, Ella, 9, has unfortunately been fighting a rare form of cancer for the past two years. She's lost her hair and wears a wig and is never seen without it. Since her diagnosis, Ella has unfortunately become quite nasty. I understand she's scared and probably very angry about how her life has turned out, but she absolutely terrorizes her cousins, particularly my 7-year-old, Haley. We should have put a stop to this a long time ago, but it's hard to tell off a sick child and not look like the bad guy. The kids were playing outside when we heard someone crying. Ella had dared Haley to lick a muddy puddle and gotten the rest of the kids to demand she did it. They were all egging her on and Ella had my sister's phone and was filming it. When the adults came outside, I took Haley and made clear she didn't have to do anything and that this game stopped immediately. Ella still had the phone and was filming us and said, maybe we'll make her do it later. Haley was crying her eyes out. She let go of me, ran up to Ella, pulled her wig off and threw it in the puddle. Ella started screaming and ran to her parents. She was hyperventilating and screaming for her parents to stop everyone looking at her. They took Ella into a room to calm her down, but my parents went. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mad at Haley, saying taking Ella's wig off was a disgusting thing to do. They said Haley has no idea what Ella has to face every day. My dad has also survived cancer, so this is quite personal to him. Ella's parents came out and said their daughter doesn't want anyone to see her. They said Ella is traumatized by everyone seeing her without her hair. My sister called Haley a horrible child and that only an evil person would think about taking a little girl with cancer's wig. I defended Haley and said that Ella and the others were clearly bullying and tormenting her, but my sister said it's not her or her daughter's problem if Haley can't handle girly teasing. My parents and my sister and brother-in-law agreed that they want a written apology from Haley to Ella, one which shows that she understands what a cruel thing she did. I said that was not going to happen. We left with Haley, but I'm still seething. I'm truly sorry that Ella is having to go through cancer, but she was tormenting my daughter, ganging up on her, and filming the whole thing. Haley obviously shouldn't have taken the wig, but she was very upset and being bullied. Yeah, it's an unfortunate circumstance all around, but like, you can't really blame this kid for acting out when they were getting bullied and peer pressured to do something horrendous on camera. Trying to force somebody to lick a muddy puddle is not girly teasing, especially when they're doing it with a phone camera in your face. Am I the jerk for not letting my daughter miss out on stuff just because her half-sister doesn't get to go? My husband has a daughter from a previous relationship, Maddie, 15-year-old female. Before I even met my husband, Maddie's mother moved abroad. Maddie decided to go with her. My husband and I have been married for 10 years and we have an 8-year-old daughter, Abby. Maddie visits us for the whole summer and two weeks in the winter. We go to her when Abby's on spring break. We obviously save big family trips for when Maddie's with us. Same with any other once-in-a-lifetime events. However, my husband is constantly reluctant to do pretty much anything without Maddie. I try to be patient, but it feels like we can't do anything throughout the year until she gets there. An example, we live near a water park. We have season passes and take Maddie all throughout the summer, but my husband refuses to go until Maddie comes to stay with us, and he doesn't want Abby to go as it's unfair. I've tried discussing this with him, but he won't budge. Sometimes I win him over, but then he complains the entire time that Maddie isn't there. Abby loves Taylor Swift, who was going to be in the area for a limited time before Maddie would arrive. My mom somehow scored us tickets, and Abby was so excited. My husband said it wasn't fair because Maddie also loves Taylor Swift and she doesn't get to go. I said I'd take both girls to another concert during the summer as there's going to be a few other artists that I know Maddie likes in the area. My husband said it still isn't fair and tried to ban Abby from going. Because I know it'll be asked, it's not possible for Maddie to fly out for the concert. She still has school and important exams that can't be missed. I put my foot down and said that life isn't always going to be fair. 
Maddie lives in another country. She's going to miss out on things. It's not fair to ask Abby to give up fun opportunities because Maddie can't come. I pointed out that Maddie gets to do fun things with her mom and Abby isn't there, which I think is completely fair. My husband said that's different because his ex isn't Abby's mom, but he's Maddie's dad. Eventually, he could see that I wasn't going to give up and said yes to the concert. My mom, Abby, and I attended and we had a great time. It was Abby's first concert and she loved it. My husband says I bullied him into this and that if Maddie didn't get to go, Abby shouldn't. Maddie's disappointed she didn't get to go but seems happy for her sister. Am I the jerk? I don't understand how OP could be the jerk here. This is just one of those situations where Maddie just can't physically go. Why are you going to hold back somebody else from experiencing something fun like this? Because somebody else is in a different place and can't go. Next thing you know, you're going to say Abby can't have mac and cheese because that's Maddie's favorite dish and they don't want Maddie to miss out. This next story is, am I the jerk for not teaching my nephew how to play the piano? I have a nephew, Sean, 21, and a niece, Tara, 14. I love playing the piano and when Sean was younger, he asked me to teach him. I tried to do it but he was a very slow learner and I didn't have the patience so I told him to go ask his dad to sign him up for a piano class. A while ago Tara asked me to teach her how to play the piano and in a very short time she managed to learn a lot, even faster and better than I expected. So I've been teaching her and we both enjoy it very much. When Sean found out he sarcastically told her that I'm going to get tired of her and stop teaching her after a few weeks. I told him that actually we've been doing this for a few months now and she's doing very well so I will keep teaching her. He asked me why I didn't teach him and I was honest and told him he didn't have much talent in it and I didn't have much patience to deal with him. He thinks I'm a jerk so I want to know if I am. Yeah, I think OP's the jerk for the way they phrased it. Like, OP could have just said that they just realized they weren't the right teacher for them, their strategies or their way of teaching didn't seem to really be helping this kid along at all, but with the other kid it seemed to mesh really well and they picked it up really quickly. You don't have to say to their face, yeah sorry you just don't have much talent, you just don't have it. You couldn't learn anything so I dumped you. This next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to be woken up in the middle of the night to make my husband food or rub him? Lately, my husband's been waking me up between 1am and 3am because he's hungry or wants a rub, back or arm. I hate being woken up when I'm sleeping. Last time he woke me up by poking me until I woke up. It's not hard, just insistent. I hate being woken up when I'm deep asleep. I told him he needs to not make a habit of it because if he wants a snack in the middle of the night, he can get it himself. And if he wanted a rub, he should have asked before we went to bed. He thinks I'm the jerk because I don't drive and he has to wake up to bring me to work every day Monday through Friday at around 7.15am. I tried to say waking up after 8 full hours is different than being woken up in the middle of the night. I can usually fall back asleep fast after but sometimes like tonight I have trouble. He said it's because his back hurts etc. He wants a rub to fall back asleep but didn't tell me that until tonight. I also sometimes wake him up snoring. Am I the jerk for not wanting to wake up in the middle of the night to make him a snack or give him a rub when he has to wake up to take me to work in the morning? I feel like I'm the jerk because I didn't know it was because his back hurt and to help him fall back asleep. But at the same time, he is a grown man and can get his own midnight snack. I think it's pretty ridiculous for anybody to wake another person up to get them a snack. 
unless the person they're waking up is their mom and they're below the age of like 12. Does OP have to go get the juice box and puncture the straw for him because he can't do it himself? Our next story is, am I the jerk for getting my twin nieces unfair birthday gifts? So the other day, my 35 year old male, twin nieces Aria and Nina had their 12th birthday. For Aria, I got her an art bag, basically a small tote with hard backing and different sections and pockets filled with art supplies. Colored pencils, watercolors, markers, sketchbooks, etc. Basically a young artist's cornucopia. For Nina, I bought some new softball supplies, new cleats, a batting helmet, 12 new softballs, she loses hers really easily, and a metal bat. When the girls were unwrapping their presents, they both loved them. My sister, the twins' mom, shoots me a weird look, but I think nothing of it. Later, my sister gets me alone and confronts me about getting Aria more things than Nina. I respond that I tried to gear the gifts towards the girl's individual interests. She said that that doesn't matter and that Arya got more things. She did get more individual items and that that wasn't fair. I actually added up the total costs later because I was feeling unsure and the two gifts were of similar cost. Actually, Nina's gift was $20 more expensive if I recall correctly. I did inform my sister of this. Still, she's been cold to me since then, which is weird because we're normally quite close. This is having me feeling even more unsure. Am I the jerk for my gifts to my nieces? I think OP's definitely not the jerk here. Just from what OP described, I don't think they got like too much or too little. And yeah, if you had asked me, I would have thought what OP got Nina would have been more expensive because cleats, a batting helmet, and a metal bat? Those aren't usually simple $5 items. The kids are not complaining, so why is this an issue? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend she can't just take back a replacement item she gave to me after the lost item was found? My girlfriend and I had a long debate about this quite a while ago and it still remains a touchy subject in our relationship. Please weigh in. Situation, my girlfriend lost my volleyball when she borrowed it during one of our routine league nights. She offered to replace it to me at no cost since she acknowledged the ball going missing was entirely her fault. True to her word, she gifted me a new ball before our next league night. Note, she physically gave me the replacement ball and it was now in my possession, i.e. it was now my ball. When we got to our league later on, perhaps later that day or the following day, I forget which to be honest, my lost ball had been found by the staff and my girlfriend handed it back to me. At which point she also said, I'm going to take back the other ball now and went to take it from my bag. I told her it wasn't okay for her to do that and challenged her on that point. Her point of view, according to her, as I was no longer missing my original ball, so it was okay for her to take back the replacement ball. She believes that by returning my original ball, the debt is settled, and since the replacement was no longer necessary for me to possess, it was hers to keep now as she had paid for it. My point of view? Once you give something to someone, you no longer have ownership of said item, as that ownership has been transferred over to the recipient. Therefore, what happens with that item from that point on is not for the giver to decide. I believe that for her to reassume ownership of something she's given away to be a huge transgression on her part. Taking back a gift is a big no-no in my eyes. My gripe is I feel like she should have asked for the replacement ball back rather than have assumed ownership of it outright. If I wanted to donate the ball, or heck, even just keep it for myself, 
I feel it would have been my prerogative to do so, not hers. Now to clarify, one, as she had given me the ball as a replacement and the original had been found, I feel the morally correct thing for me to do would have been to offer the replacement ball back to her as a token for her generosity in the first place. However, she had robbed me of this opportunity by deciding to take back the replacement ball before I could offer it back to her. Two, if she had not yet given me the ball, i.e. she had purchased it but not have yet physically given it to me before returning my original ball, I feel she would have been within her rights to keep the replacement as ownership hadn't been transferred over to me through the act of giving. So, am I the jerk? Yeah, I think OP's just really overblowing this whole thing, and I don't really get what OP's endgame is. Like, just let it go, it's not even that big of a deal. Like, you got the original item back, is there an issue? To me, it honestly just feels like a sympathy post. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not taking my daughter's side? We'll refer to my husband Josh, he isn't Penelope's biological father, as well as my four kids as Oliver, Kath, Kate, and Penelope. Josh was unkind to Penelope in the past, which caused our separation. However, one and a half years later, we made the decision to attempt to mend our relationship because we truly loved each other. Josh was no longer unkind to Penelope in the past, and we had three children together. To emphasize, Penelope was omitted because she's not Josh's biological daughter. The issue starts right here. My other children wanted to watch too, as Penelope had been watching TV for virtually the whole day. Josh handled everything because I was working at the time. A short while later, I hear Penelope screaming violently at Josh. So I went downstairs to see what was going on. Basically, this is what she told me. Josh said, Penelope, stop staring at that TV, let your siblings watch. Penelope said, after I finish this final episode, they can binge watch it till they pass out on the couch. Kate apparently began sobbing excessively because she wanted to see her show. So Josh stopped Penelope from finishing her episode and told her that she may continue it later before taking the remote and giving it to Kate. That's when Penelope started yelling. Here's where I believe I'm the jerk. Penelope said that since I, not Josh, had purchased the couch, they could watch on the floor. We genuinely believed she was joking, but she wasn't kidding. I told her we're family and family share things. Then she began ranting about how Josh had never treated her like family and that therefore they aren't. Josh became irate and said she'd been watching on the television he bought while he kept silent. I told her that it was true, so if she really intended to play that type of game, then so be it. She broke down in tears and dumped an entire glass of juice on the couch. Josh and I were both angry and yelled at her to go to her room. Now that her grandmother has said I was too harsh on her, I'm starting to question if I was the jerk. Oliver advised me to put this here so that others could judge whether or not I am the jerk. Thank you in advance for your response. I think Josh was cruel back then and it seems like they have a very clear bias here still now. And no amount of OP and Josh loving each other is going to just move past that unless Josh is legitimately treating all the kids fair. You really think this kid is acting out like this just because of their own volition? That none of this behavior that Penelope is displaying is inspired by any treatment that she's gotten in the past? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right.
That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.